At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant, my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father. Although I'm only a little child, I do not know how to, how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil. For who can govern this, your great people? And it pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked him, God said, ask him this. God said to him, Because you have asked this, you have not asked for yourself long life or riches or a life of your, free from your enemies, but you have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right. I now do according to your word. Indeed, I give you a wise discerning mind. No one like you has been, has been before you, and no one like you will arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor all your life. No other king shall compare to you. If you will walk in my ways and keep my statutes and my commandments, you, your father, as your father David has walked, then you will lengthen your life. Then Solomon awoke, and it had been a dream. He came to Jerusalem, where he stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. He offered up burnt offerings and offerings of well-being, and provided a feast for all his servants. The word of God to the people of God. It's good to hear you out there, church. Thanks for being here this morning. Thanks to all of you who are worshiping with us today, whether you're here online, whether you're in the house. But everyone today is a part of the family known as Good Shepherd. If it's your first time with us, welcome to the family. We're glad to have you. But let's take a moment this morning to wave at each other, to wave at those online, so that everyone feels connected to this family we know as Good Shepherd. If you're online, please comment in the comment section. If you're here in the house, please just shout it out. Let me know you're there, because we love hearing from you. I'm Pastor Regina, and I'm looking forward to spending some time with you this morning. What a wonderful celebration we had last week as we marked what God has done in the life of Good Shepherd. As we retired a decades-long debt and gave glory to God for God's faithfulness throughout the years. Today, today is the first day of our debt-free future together. The past is behind us. The future awaits God's unlimited possibilities and our discernment for ministry ahead. Focus goals and follow through action, holy risk taking, authentic examination, and transparent unity will direct our paths as God guides our steps. All praise, honor, and glory is, is God's for our past, our present, and our future as Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. Today, we begin to dream of a future, a future where God promises hope, faithfulness, and present in times of peace, and in times of anxiety. Our task is to dream big and, and to allow God to determine the size of our dreams. 
God's dreams are always bigger than human dreams. Have you ever had a dream? There we go. Now, I'm not talking about that kind of dream that happens when we reach REM sleep. I'm referring to that kind of dream that is a desire so far-fetched or so seemingly out of the realm of possibilities that you're afraid to even anticipate its likelihood, much less share it with anyone. I had such a dream as a teenager, a, a hope that someday I would meet a fledgling coach on the horizon of greatness. Prominence was in this coach's near future, and by the time this dream had formulated in my mind, but I had no expectation that this dream of meeting this personality would ever come to fruition. But God knew the desire of my heart. Now you fast forward many years. Not only did God erect a meeting with this coach, but the opportunity for many meetings with this person and the formulation of a relationship with an entire family that, that, that came to be friends. God's dreams are much bigger than humans' dream. Solomon had such a dream. He found himself as the king of Israel. He was, he, he was only a child. He had been faithful to God as had, as had his father David. But there he was, a child king, tasked with governing God's chosen people. Can you imagine how overwhelmed Solomon must have been when his future aspiration of being the king had come true so young. Now, he had probably dreamt of being a king, but, but not now, not why he was still a child. Yet God's dreams are bigger than humans' dream. Solomon was, was wise beyond his years. He, has, he had prepared himself to be a king. He sought God's guidance. He asked God not for riches and fame, but simply for wisdom to rule, and an understanding of good and evil. Solomon had an actual rim, rim sleep dream where God granted this aspiration and much more. God was impressed that Solomon wanted to so little, and God granted Solomon's request for wisdom and understanding as well as riches and honors for which he had not asked. The only thing God asked in return was for Solomon to walk in his, the ways of God and to keep God's commandments. Now Solomon's life played out in, in accordance to this dream. He ruled wisely. He gained riches. He built a temple, dedicated, blessed it, offered his sacrifices to God. Solomon gained wealth and prominence and was sought out by, by many for his wisdom. Solomon kept his end of the covenant to, to follow God's ways and to keep God's commandments for many years. However, in the end, he displeased God and as a result uh, was a tearing apart of, of the kingdom of, for in future generations. Yet as long as Solomon kept God's commandments and walked in the ways of God, God's favor was, was upon Solomon even until his death. Now, there are many nuances in Solomon's story for, for, another, for other sermons at another time. But for Christians today, Christ's redemptive act on the cross changed the course of history and paid the price for everyone's missteps and errors. The price for our sin was, was paid on a cross and our internal destiny was, was proclaimed for all who choose to walk in the way of Christ as Christ rose from the grave. This act is undeserved, it's unearned, and it's a result of God loving, a loving God who seeks relationship with God's people. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. 
and the proof that God's dreams are higher than humans' dreams. God-sized dreams are bigger than our human minds can even comprehend. Good Shepherd dreamed of paying a debt. We were comfortable in the timetable of our, our human minds could understand of three to five years. The God-sized dream was for us to be debt-free in seven months and our debt-free with our debt-free by 23 campaign. God did it. God-sized dreams are always bigger than human-sized dreams. As Good Shepherd leaves this indebted past and steps into a debt-free future, we must move from under this comfortable excuse blanket of a debt and find God's new focus and passion for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. We can no longer longer limit God with our human-sized dreams. We must seek God-sized dreams with wisdom God provides and the understanding God gives. We must put our human-sized dream aside and not be afraid to take the holy risk God presents. We must intentionally focus on the task of dreaming and then follow through with what God reveals to us. We must genuinely examine our motivations so that our dreams become authentically God's dreams and not our own. As we live into God-sized dreams, we, we must be lovingly transparent with ourselves, with each other, and with our leaders so that unity prevails as we live into Good Shepherd's future. Now, in an act of willingness as we seek God-sized dreams, we're going to end our sermon a bit differently today. And I've asked some folks to go ahead and and pass out some things that, that you're going to need as we end this together. First, we're going to take some time to pray because our foundation for everything that we do should be founded in prayer. You can pray at your seats, you can pray at your, on your couch, or you can come to the altar to pray. The altar is always open. But wherever you are, pray. Thank God for what God has done, is doing, and will do for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. Pray for God to reveal to you a God-sized dream. It may seem impossible. It may be something that you never thought we could accomplish. It may be a dream that you like or maybe that you don't like, but pray for God to reveal God's dream to you for Good Shepherd. Now, there's a part of prayer that we often forget, and that's to listen. So today, we're also going to take some time to listen. Listen for God to reveal to you a God-sized dream for Good Shepherd, not a dream that you've had for years, not a dream that you would like to see happen, Not a dream motivated by desire, not a dream you think we can afford, but a God-sized dream. After we've prayed, after we've listened, we will dedicate our dreams to God who reveals them to us. And then one of these colored strips, I want you to take a a moment to to write the answer to that question. What God-sized dream is God revealing to you for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church? It may not be a complete thought. It may not even be a word. It may be a phrase. Or it may be something that can't even fit on the back of that paper. But for now, for now what I want us to do is to take time to pray. Take time to pray and to listen.
So set a fire down in my soul That I can't contain, that I can't control I want more of you, God I want more of you, God So set a fire down in my soul That I can't contain, that I can't control I want more of you, God I want more of you, God No place I would rather be No place I would rather be No place I would rather be But here in your love Here in your love No place I would rather be No place I would rather be no place I would rather be But here in your love, here in your love So set a fire down in my soul That I can't contain and I can't control I want more of you, God I want more of you, God Whatever you're hearing, whatever God is revealing to you Write it down. And as the song continues, come and place it on the bulletin board so that collectively we may see what God is bubbling up among us. Not what we think we might need to do, but what God is bubbling up among the community that is Good Shepherd. God's dreams are always bigger than our dreams. Set a fire down in my soul That I can't contain and I can't control I want more of you, God I want more of you, God So set a fire down in my soul That I can't contain and I can't control I want more of you, God I want more of you, God No place I would rather be No place I would rather be But here in your love Here in your love No place I would rather be No place I would rather be No place I would rather be But here in your love Here in your love So set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I can't control I want more of you, God I want more of you, God So set a fire down in my soul That I can't contain and I can't control I want more of you, God I want more of you, God
so be it. As we move into a time now of, of, of Holy Communion, we're going to follow through with, with the, the liturgy that is found on page 12 in your hymnals. It will be on the screen. But what better way to celebrate the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus as we begin to come together as a community. Christ invites the Lord to his table. All who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sins before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole hearts. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Almighty God, Creator of heaven and earth. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ, by the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection. You gave birth to your church. You delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread. He broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you, for this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves and with praise and thanksgiving as we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and of these, on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world. 
until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with your Holy Spirit, in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. May those who are assisting me with communion come forward, please. Any of the musicians who would like to join us as well. this morning. We will take a piece of bread, break it off. You will dip it in the cup. We have gluten-free options and single options if you are gluten-sensitive or you are not comfortable taking the intention. So let us come.
So set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. So set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. No place I would rather be. No place I would rather be. No place I would rather be. But here in your love. Sing it again. No place I would rather be. No place I would rather be. No place I would rather be. But here in your love. Here in your love. Let us go from this place with God's guidance, with God's dream, and share God's love with others. Amen. Amen. Go with God. You're dismissed. So set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. So set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. So set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God.